Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie, and we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance, and hello, everyone. Hi, we're here in Revelstoke, B.C. Having the time of our lives. Yes, we are. We went to the Luna Festival. We have been just Had having some of the best food. Great food, great yes, drink. walked so much that we have blisters on our feet. Oh, I know. You I know. should have worn better shoes. I know. I should have. Yeah. It's my own fault. Yep. Oh, but well. I think we got 14,000 steps in yesterday. It's okay. We're going to leave here and go and sit in a spa. <laughs> yes. In Nelson. So <laughs> in Nelson. our trip is not over yet. Yay! So we just love Canada and I think we're going to move here. Yeah. I so, know. We've all decided to move here. Yeah. I think you should. I yeah, love it. I think we yeah. should too. We And we've also had some great time shopping. Yes. I know. And, I spent uh, way too much money. So did I. So I'm going to have to get a part-time job. I heard yeah. there was an opening here. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have to leave and right. leave Idaho and come to Revelstoke. That's right. And work at Big Eddie's Glassworks, where Yay! we are today. Yes, we are with Lee. Hi, Lee. Hi, Hi. Allie and Callie. Hi. Thank you Thank so you for much. having me on your show. Oh, my you gosh. Bet. We were so excited to be here. First of all, glass is like probably my favorite medium and one that I've never worked in. So mm-hmm. tell us about how did you start out in glass? I started in glass 20 years ago now, actually. I mm-hmm. made a glass bead and changed it changed my entire life. Mm-hmm. I used to be a chef. And <sighs> when I was really young, I wanted to be a glass blower. I don't remember how, but I called my mom and I said, I'm going to be a glass blower. And she said, that's not a real thing. <laughs> People don't do that. So then I became a chef, which is, has you know lots of benefits sure and lots of hard work and then I made one thing out of glass and now here I am here you are yeah here you are wow and where are you from are you from Revelstoke I'm not but Revelstoke is my forever home that's for sure Mm -hmm. I'm actually from Saskatchewan Mm -hmm. I'm a prairie girl Mm -hmm. and I ended up in a town called Invermere which is south of here and that's where I started glass work and that's what kept me in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Well, it's wow. beautiful here. I know. And you Can't do beautiful you. work. And I was fortunate to come uh, a few years ago because it was pre-pandemic and work with Lee and her studio and work with the glass. It was very hot. Mm-hmm. Very hot. But it was really fun. It was quite an experience. I wish we would have had more time because I would have loved to have taken a class. I know. Have well, to come back. See, I know. Next we time. Come yeah, back. we're going to do it next yeah. time. For sure. Because mm-hmm. that's a dream of mine. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will tell you my quick glass fascination Okay, started, I think it was my seventh birthday and all my family from the East Coast, they were all New Yorkers and they came out and they were all brought their little mini bottles from the plane and they were just partiers and drinkers and smokers, but they bought me a birthday present and it, I think it was my aunt. It could have been my parents. I don't, I have a terrible memory anyway, but they bought me a glass frog and it was a green glass frog. And then I became, from then on, because I was a singer, I became Callie the Croaker. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so, but I, what makes me sad is somehow throughout my journey, I don't have my glass frog anymore. Oh, bummer. And so someday I will find my glass frog. Or you'll make or, one. Or make, make one. A new Maybe one. With I'll make Lee. one. Oh, you should. That might be yeah. my, my journey. I right. have to come full circle. But anyway, that's right. my love. That's when it started for me. Yeah. 
love it. So Lee, how did you, um, did you go to school? Did you, did you study? What, how did you do this? What's the process? Well, there's many ways to go about becoming a glass blower, glass Mm -hmm. maker. I didn't go to school. I just worked in a glass shop in, it's called Bavin Glassworks and it's a family business that's been around since 1988. And, um, it was a father and son team and I worked there, but I started off making the beads and, um, I learned how to do that from reading a book actually. Oh, and we were waiting for the equipment so that we could start teaching bead classes or making beads at the studio. And so I just read that book over and over because 20 years ago, it was very challenging to get all of the equipment, especially in a small town in the mountains Mm -hmm. in BC. And most people didn't understand what we were trying to do. So you have to get your supplies from a welding shop and they just didn't quite understand. So it took a very long time. Mm -hmm. But I, once I made that one glass bead that I was like very hooked. Hooked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, sorry, and then I worked in a glass blowing studio, and so I just kept working my way into blowing glass. And I've spent a lot of time at the Pilchuck Glass School, which is just south, or just north of Seattle. And Seattle's a very glassy city, it as is. you are probably aware. Oh, yeah. I used to live, well, I worked in Pioneer Square. Oh, yeah. Right across from, in Occidental, right, and there was a glass blowing studio right there. So I could see it every day, walk mm-hmm. by it and go, oh, Love it. It's so beautiful. And then so you how long were you in Seattle? Well, the Pilcher Glass School, it's like a world famous um, place that people come from all over to. It's a tree farm. So it's just the most magical mm. place to be. It's kind of like being in summer camp for adults with all of your (laughs) best friends from all over the world that are into what you're into. Mm -hmm. And so they're usually short sessions. They're two to three weeks. And as a Canadian, I can't go down and work there because you can't just get a job for two weeks. So they, there are like volunteer type positions that you can go. So I would go down and help run projects Mm. in the springtime and then just, yeah, fill up my soul with glass Mm, and glass people. And then, yeah, come back to Canada and just make more things, make it happen. Right. But yeah, so I didn't actually go to, I have no formal education in class. Oh, well, it doesn't matter because your work is beautiful. Yeah. You can go, you have a, do you have an online presence like where people can buy your glassware? We do. We have a website. Okay. Um, BigEddieGlassworks.ca for okay. Canada. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're on, you, we're very easy to find on every social media oh, and good. everything mm-hmm. and people can connect with us. And if you are ever in Revelstoke, you, our doors are open every day of the year. Except for yesterday, we closed for Luna. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the big day in mm-hmm. Revelstoke. Because so. yeah. you were a featured artist in, in Luna um, this year. You had a, you had the, my favorite was the bathtub full of bubbles glass bubbles that was awesome thank yeah. you i yes. loved it love that we that really was there. my favorite thing really um oh, thank you yeah so cool. i love the shower f- the the shower of water with yeah. bubbles mm-hmm. coming down i know in the tub so yeah cool. it was great but your installation piece that's a permanent installation piece you did that with um somebody else why don't you tell us about that, that process sure um that piece is called fluga which is Swedish and it means flight and my friend Kaisa who is an art we collaborate as much as we can which usually is only once every year or two and she's a welder and a metal artist and so we try to put our mediums together and make things and we were approached to be to make our piece permanent this year so they are these balloons on the wall of a building downtown Revelstoke in an alley and 
um, yeah, there it was very, very challenging to figure out how to mount glass to metal to a brick wall in a very minimal way that didn't impact the building. Mm-hmm. And we had to get permission from the building owners. And but this piece will be up forever. forever. I love it. Ideally, yeah. 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 And the glass, you we did go to your talk earlier, and you mentioned that the glass is a new form that you were trying, the mirror glass? Yeah, oh, yeah, so I mirrored the insides of these glass balloons, and it's um, it's this product that I get from Illinois, and it's very far from here, and yeah. I some of it got... Um, it's a chemical reaction, and I definitely made a mistake, and I mixed two things too soon, and then it was ruined and so there are a couple pieces that don't have the mirroring inside mm. and because you can't I can't just zip to Illinois in right. one day yeah, right. like, and the, these chemicals can't go in an airplane they can only be shipped ground oh, oh wow yeah. so that was wow. I mean, there's a lot of challenges when you're making things in yeah. any medium mm-hmm. I think but especially when your um, ingredients or your parts come from out of town and have right. to get brokered well into especially your over an international border <laughs> yeah. too mm-hmm. then there's all kinds of issues mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll take it we have a picture of that piece so yes it'll go on our on page our, yeah with this it will and it's really beautiful it so. is it's very cool yeah I love the balloons and the flight and yeah just yeah it I looks know it's really fun yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, this year's Luna theme was flight. It's the first year they've had a theme, actually. Oh, really? And Luna, I'm not sure if you have talked about the Luna Art Fest at all or if you will, but will. it's this, um, this year was the biggest. There was over 40 installations and they take over like four blocks of downtown Revelstoke and just put up these magical, large installations of art. And it's just the most wonderful night of the year. You just get to walk around and look mm-hmm. at yeah. art and creative things and people dress up and it's just oh, so people wonderful were just uh, it was really fun to see the people if you just only watch the people it was a kick yeah yeah <laughs> so many wigs and so much oh, glitter yeah. and yeah it's so great the yeah. mushroom parade for, i know. missed that but i saw a photo on instagram and man it's Very so cool sweet. oh it's so cool yeah and yeah. the people on the the moon and the sun on the stilts and the mm-hmm. that was yeah, it's just very unique. I think it was great. Oh, yeah. People we, should check it out. There were a lot of creativity there. And it's always the last weekend in September. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You can come next year. Yeah. Oh, we plan, plan on, for it. Yeah, yeah, we plan on it. Yeah, we will come. <laughs> if we're not living here by then. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. right. And working at the glass shop. I that's know, right. I'm yeah. working here because <laughs> I got to pay for my glass You got to make that frog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a glass problem. <laughs> <laughs> so what inspires your work? Um, actually, my, the majority of my work is um, drinking glasses. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure why, but I, I, the blown glass, like everything tastes better out of a handmade vessel. Mm-hmm. I'm very firm believer of that, whether it's pottery or glass or mm-hmm. anything that somebody hand makes. And, and when I was first learning how to blow glass and I was assisting, which glass blowing is a team sport and you require assistance quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, when I worked at Bavin Glassworks, Ryan, the owner, he would take a lunch break and I thought I could eat next week. I'll right. blow glass on my lunch break, but it's only a 15 minute break. And so I would make a drinking glass during the lunch. And so that way I could learn, you know, see how fast I could get. So when I first started doing it, they were barely small and thick and mm-hmm. lumpy. Mm-hmm. And then as the years progressed, I could get pretty quick in a 15 minute, you mm-hmm. know, 
And then basically I just built a whole business around that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love glassware. Co- we make a lot of cocktails here at the glass shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> my favorite kind yeah. of glass is a cocktail glass. A cocktail yeah. glass. I know. <laughs> right? I've had people ask me like, which is a good gin glass? And I say, Ooh, all of them. All of them. them. They all work really well for gin. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. It and there's matter. some little shot glasses in there that would be great for tequila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're beautiful. And I love this. So I'm looking at a glass that you have right here. So how do you install that? Just that little bit of color in the clear glass. So this glass that I'm holding is called a color bomb and it's just all these little spots of color that you mentioned and the way the color comes it's manufactured in factories currently in Germany and mm. is the main glass supplier and they come in these bars of glass that are about a kilogram in weight and so they gather the glass out of the furnace and they make these bars and then they crush up the bars into fritz and then depending on what we're making will determine how we use the color right but the color bar you have to chop it with a hammer and a chisel basically and mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you've seen the glass blowing reality show called blown away yes i know oh, but now we're gonna have. watch it yeah have you yes they do a really good they it's show really how fun. you smash up these glass but so when you smash it up bits inevitably break off because mm-hmm. glass is pretty fragile right yeah. and i don't like um wasting anything Yep, you know, use it, it has all. to come from Germany and then has to get imported into Seattle and then it imported into Canada. So I don't waste a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that comes from my cooking background, too. I can turn any leftovers into anything else. Absolutely. Yeah. So we save everything. We keep it out of the landfill. We try to and then we come up with new ways to use it. Mm-hmm. And so the color bomb glasses are one of our ways. It's and so they're cool. really pretty. They really are. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, y'all. It's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. We are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster. We are homegrown and we are local. We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in Artcast. We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at tubscoffeeroasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. I love your glasses that have the lines of color on them. I don't know why they, they, they're they my favorite. The color on the outside? Yes. It's, it's like a tech, tactile, right? You can mm-hmm. feel it. Because a lot of them, them, they're smooth and melted right. in. So those mm-hmm. ones we leave raised on the edge. Yeah, so it's, it's nice. almost like they're glued, soldered yeah. to the glass. Yeah, but, but I, they're not. I can't. <laughs> I feel like I saw too. you doing that once, but I can't remember what. How do you make those? Those ones we will. So the color bar that I was speaking of, we um, when we use it to make something like that, we'll preheat it in an oven that we um, it sits at a thousand and fifty degrees, and then we'll pick it up and sh- heat it more and shape it and then attach it. It's called a bit. So you attach it to the glass, and then when you pull it away and turn the glass, the the bit will stick. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. And it's kind of like candy, if you can picture like taffy. Taffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that, that's so. And also, like, I, I bought 
these beautiful red wine glasses that look like I don't want I don't want to say I don't know I said Murano glass but it's it's like red with white bubbles in it I don't know what I don't even know how kind of like a cloudy cloudy yeah like cloisonne but that's not what it is I don't know how you do that I should have shown you what I bought (laughs) is it it white on the inside and yes white on the inside we call those our cheerful cups oh that's what I bought yeah that's what you bought and actually those so I all of these years of making a drinking glass during my lunch break I never had to name anything mm-hmm. and then I open this business and now I have to have a website and I have to put stuff oh, yeah. out in the world and mm-hmm. so I have to name things all mm-hmm. of a sudden so people know what I have yeah and so my mom actually said these cups make me so happy and so that's <laughs> that's, another, really oh, that's awesome yeah, yeah. So you start, do you start with the white or how do you get the white to the red on the outside? So we start with clear and okay. everything is clear. Our furnace is melts just clear glass mm-hmm. and then we add the color. So then we'll roll it in some crushed up white and then we'll put a layer of clear and then we'll roll it in the crushed up red. Oh, I love it. And the thing with red and white is they actually react and they'll turn black kind of. The red will kind of turn mm-hmm. the white black and it's not as pretty so we keep the clear to separate the colors. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait to I know it's really that. I know it's really cool. We'll have to go in there and take some photos um, mm-hmm. yeah. before we leave of yeah, just absolutely. the process because that little it's like a little bulbous blob of molten glass on the end of this long pole and mm-hmm. it's so fascinating. You always have to be turning it. Always. And yeah. as a result, I turn everything that is in my hands now at this <laughs> yeah, point like, no matter what shape it is no, right. yeah it. <laughs> totally <laughs> always be turning yeah, that's yeah. cool though yeah so how long do you think you'll do this forever the rest of your yeah. life yeah that's yeah, great totally that's I great want to of right. course yeah there is a man um, from Murano who mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why we all get to blow glass the way we do in North America. The studio, like glass used to just be made in factories in Europe mm-hmm. and especially in Italy and Murano. Mm-hmm. And um, way back when they didn't share their secrets of how they made things. Mm-hmm. Otherwise there was penalties. And mm-hmm. so um, this man, Lino, he, Telly Pietra, he came over from Italy and to, went to the Pilchuck Glass School and showed people some glass making uh, techniques. Uh-huh. And then that's sort of how things evolved for all of us in North America. And mm-hmm. now there's little studios like mine where we don't need a big factory to blow glass. Right. Mm-hmm. But Lino just retired and he is like in his late 80s. Mm. And I saw him blow glass a few times, once in Tacoma and once in Murano. And it was Amazing. I bet. Yeah. I can't wow. even imagine. I have a couple Murano lanterns, lamps in my house that I love. And ugh, I want, well, I'm going to Italy next summer. So I'm yeah. hoping I get to go. Yeah. Right. Murano. But, and what do you think of Dale Chihuly? I think that Dale's, I mean, Dale was one of the founders of the Pilchuck Glass School. Okay. Well, oh, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his, he and a couple, um, I'm just blanking on their names, but they were the benefactors. And then mm-hmm. they started the school in 1971, and it was just the 50th year anniversary in 2021. Um, yeah, so they had a huge glass conference in Seattle, Tacoma, mm-hmm. to celebrate it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah, they have, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a chance, go to Seattle and go to the Space Needle or in that whole Dale Chihuly exhibit is phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. amazing. But anyway, mm-hmm. you love glass like I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So what's your favorite technique? Mm, 
you know, it's so hard to choose actually. Like sometimes I just like even just gathering glass out of the furnace, it's like mesmerizing and it's molten and it's bright and it's hot. And sometimes you just can't even believe that I get to do like pick this glass up out of this furnace and turn it into a thing that's useful. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I guess all of it is my favorite. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Functional art because it's all beautiful. Mm -hmm. I know. Love that. Yeah. And there's something, I don't know, there's something kind of magic about it, especially watching the process. I, I would totally go into glassworks, except I'm it's way too hot in there. It's very hot. I know it's wild. It was a bit hot this summer too. It was yeah, a right. bit of a heat wave here. Oh, I, yeah, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Pretty hot. I yeah. kind of like the heat though. Oh, yeah. You do. We'll come back in the well, summer. I know. You I can know. Work here. I'll work here. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great in the winter when it's chilly. Oh yeah. We're and you offer it. Yeah. you offer classes and. And like bead making parties and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we have you? glass blowing workshops on Saturdays. We teach glass bead making a couple evenings a week. We have drop in workshops available where people can design their own um, upcycled cups and we sandblast them. And that's fun because we take old wine bottles and beer bottles and turn Perfect. them into more something useful, something unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. really fun. Wish we had time. I know. I wish we had time too. Well, that's you have that's, a spot to get to. Yeah, yeah, we have <laughs> a spot to get to. But we will come back. Yes, we and will do it because um, I really enjoyed. I made a um, a flower. We made a flower. I remember. That was really yeah. fun. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. Okay. Well, I we really appreciate you taking your yes, time to talk to us. Yes, we know it's been a busy week, and we really, we love Luna Festival, and we love meeting a few of the artists. Mm-hmm. It was so great to meet. Your town is lovely, and everyone is so kind. I mean, hey, God, I get emotional. I know. What the heck? No, I was Just crying. Like Lee. I, I was crying earlier. You yeah. were at my artist talk. I know. Somehow I started crying. And, and then I, I was just crying because you were crying. I'm like, oh, I got to stop. Anyway. Oh. I know. This town is wonderful. The people are wonderful. Actually, I set foot in this town years ago and I thought, how can I live in Revelstoke? Too bad there's not a glass studio. I can't live here because where would I work? Right. Yeah. And then I met my husband. I moved here and I commuted for three years, four years back to my old job until I built this place because that's obviously unsustainable but right yeah mm-hmm. wow. wow yeah that's there's not great. a lot of opportunities for sure work but look what right. you've done I here. know it's amazing thank you have I know. place it's really really cool and now we ha- we all have our own original Lee that's right we do amazing we all yeah. bought something yes thank you I'm just adding to my collection yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome well, thank you so much for spending time with us I know I know this has been a great weekend we've had so much fun yeah. awesome thank yeah. you for having me on the show absolutely oh, so cool <laughs> all right all right well I'm Allie and I'm Callie and whatever you do today make sure it's creative and don't forget to visit Revelstoke that's right <laughs> couldn't agree more <laughs> the Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.